And welcome back to Fully Equipped. Jonathan Wall here, joined as always by my dudes, Andrew Tursky and Chris McCormick. Boys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Charlie Wood Show. Merry Christmas, gents. The Charlie Wood Show. Yeah. Can I call him Chuck? All Charlie, all the time. I can't call him Chuck Woods, right? Too soon. Okay. Too soon. Yeah. Still Charlie. There, there, there are there are some nicknames going around. Some of them are, are truly awful. A couple of them were, were okay. But listen, before we get into this, it is holiday season. Uh, just you know, I guess it is a good time to to give thanks. So I just wanted to say I am thankful for this entire crew, coach included, except for the day. Um. Anyway, <laughs> you know the the podcast has grown exponentially <laughs> this year, and uh, and it's it's definitely because of of you guys. You make it fun for me. Um. You know we get through a lot of tough times have a lot of good times, but there's nobody else I'd rather do this pod with. So just wanted to say that thankful for the, for the crew and, uh, thanks for keeping me sane. Thanks to the crew and thanks to the listeners too. Hanging with us every Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Favorite day of the week. For sure. For sure. Podcast no day. doubt about that. Four listeners every week, including my dad. <laughs> I think my sister makes you feel better. Too. So if my sister's uh, listening, my, my family shout doesn't out, listen. Shout out Kristen Tursky. We're, Just, we're getting close. We're getting close to we're getting close to ten. I think we're getting close to ten listeners. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, thank thank you to the listeners as well for for taking your time out each week to to listen to us. Although some of you don't appreciate the the banter as much as as others, as we've since found out, I kind of like it. It's it's a fun part of of doing this pod. I feel like ha- having a little bit of fun. And mix it in with some some gear news and making you smarter. I think it's a I think it's a good recipe. I heard I got blown up in the DMs. That's what I, I enjoy it. People don't like the blue Gatorade talk <laughs> anyway. That's all right. To me. Well, the the big story for for this week, obviously, it's it's got to be Charlie Woods and Tiger. I asked you point blank what you thought, and you both said no, not enough firepower. They're not going to win this thing. And they must have been listening to the pod because they reel off 11 birdies on the last day of the event. They get within two shots of John Daly and JD2. I know he doesn't want to be called Little John anymore. He's a freshman now at Arkansas. They end up winning. But the big story, obviously, is Tiger and Charlie. He makes Tiger makes his return to the golf course after his, after his accident. There was talk that he might not play again. Most people thought he wasn't going to play this year. He somehow shows up. They finish second. I mean, what what was – give me some instant reacts here. Like, what what did you guys think? What was the most impressive thing about watching those two go around the golf course? Tursky, what do you got? What were your takeaways? Well, first off, Tiger's comeback here has been unbelievably impressive. I wasn't even sure he would be able to, like, walk 18 holes. I mean, I guess he didn't because he was kind of in a cart, but – his swing has just held up. I don't know what he's been doing in these practice sessions, but he looks fairly sharp. I mean, you could tell he's not in like master's ready form, but you know, for the most part, his game looks like it's in pretty good form. But the key takeaway here is that Charlie Woods is so good. I mean, he's playing from like tees that are a little bit farther up and he literally doesn't miss a fairway and just rips it on every shot. It's like, in a two-man best ball, that's a nice weapon to have right there. And then, right. you know, they get they get two shots from 80 yards at it, and they both have, like, really good short games, which is unreal how sharp Tiger still is. But seeing little 12-year-old Charlie 
you know, stick it and he's club twirling all over the place. It's like this, this little kid's got swag. The presence he has on the golf course, unbelievably cool. I mean, so, so fun to watch. He's a little tiger. And I'm, he, oh, hundred percent. He doesn't and have the majors, he driver, but he like acts like he does. He, it's like he has. <laughs> I already think he's gonna beat. I already think he's gonna pass Tiger. He's he's gonna end up with like sixteen, seventeen. He's gonna get close to Jack. I'm 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 I've never calling been more now. certain of something. Yep, calling it right calling now. It now. Seven never green been more jackets. Certain, watching him. Seven, seven, yeah, seven, maybe eight. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be. It's gonna. T- Charlie's gonna gonna break a bunch of Tiger's records. He just has. He has that swag. Did you see that video of him? On the practice green with with JT, he and JT were having a putting competition, and Tiger's in the background, and he makes the putt and he points like Tiger used to do, and he turns around like a showman and then gives him the Johnny Manziel money, yes. the little money. I mean, it was amazing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this kid, just, <clears throat> like he gets it. He has that quiet swag that yep. you just you you can't you can't like. You can't gain that. You're you're either born with it or you're not. And oh. he's got it. He's got that it factor. I mean, the only thing that terrifies me is that, you know, unlike Tiger, I mean, Tiger grew up in in a time when, you know, magazines and newspapers were huge. Now social media is all over the place. Everything's instant reaction. You know, that's the only thing that I worry about. Kind of like Bronny James. Is he gonna be able to to sort of hide? behind that wall and be able to do what he wants to do without all that that media scrutiny if anyone can teach him how to how to do that and navigate it it's gonna be tiger yeah i was gonna say he's like teacher he has the best teacher he might be more famous now at 12 years old he might be more famous now at 12 years old than tiger was just because of social media oh agreed 100 percent. i mean he's got a firestorm he's got a firestorm of fame coming i mean He's like as famous as Tiger is right now. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, watching all of the uh, yeah. all the video time that he got during the broadcast and watching how he swings it, how he moves it, he is absolutely fearless. And the fact that he's going out and just splitting fairways, swinging at a hundred percent, if he maintains that through his career, you know that's one thing that Dad always struggled with was taking a driver and being able to keep it in play in the fairway. Mm-hmm. So if Charlie's got that, and even you know, a fraction of Tiger's iron play. He's going to be one to watch for his entire career. As a I former, think, as a former instructor, instructor and fitter, what do you think about his move? Like, actually, what do you think about? I'm jealous. Planes in the move. <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous, jealous of it. Yeah, and same. It makes my body hurt watching it, but my God, yeah, he is extremely efficient with uh, with the power that he creates. I mean, with his size and weight. And how he moves the club, it's, I mean, it's definitely only going to get faster. <laughs> scary. Scary to think about. It is. Can I, I, tell, d- you, can I tell you what his, what his secret weapon is? What do you got? So there was a video that circulated of Tiger and Charlie on the range with Lee Trevino. Yeah. And Trevino's talking to both of them. Think about all the knowledge all of the shot knowledge that Charlie Woods is going to have from all the guys that that's that are around Tiger. He's going to be able to go to a Trevino or Trevino's just going to give him some insights on how to hit certain shots. I mean, think about how invaluable that is. I mean, he's he has he has, you know, arguably the greatest shot-making artist in the history of the game as his father. 
but all of the other luminaries that are in his life in his in his orbit i mean that that gives a guy a kid an edge when you can step on the tee and you've been getting you know tips and suggestions from from lee trevino uh it's yeah i just think it could be it could be a game changer no yeah absolutely there's not anybody that i could think of that he wouldn't have access to I mean, if yeah. Charlie decided, hey, I want to go work with this person, I want to go play around the golf with this person, who's going to say no to that? As long as he continues to have the work ethic. Anybody. It's all about the work ethic. You know, it's great to have the shots and understand how to play the shots. It's one thing to practice and execute. Just keep a good head on your shoulders and stay focused on what your goals are. And let's just hope yeah. he, he stays happy through it because, you know, that's a big part of it too. For sure. Yeah. Just, just don't want to get burnt out. But anyway, this, this is a gear podcast. There were some gear stories pertaining to young Charlie last week. He's on. Let's, let's see, let's start, let's start off with one that doesn't, that, that isn't connected to his gear in his bag. What about the shoes? How, how surprised are you that he shows up rocking Ricky Puma Fowler, shoes. Puma high tops? I mean, that's, I was- I was a little surprised. I mean, I, I'm sitting here going, it's like, okay, I understand the, the play that Puma has in junior golf and the availability of marketing towards juniors that Puma has. But I would think that with the Nike contract, there would have been some some custom Nike shoes on, on Charlie Woods for that event. Shocking. One would think. One how, would think. how is Tiger's kid wearing anything but Nikes? Or, or Tiger Woods, or Tiger Woods about. brand within Nike. Maybe he does have a Puma deal, or maybe he's holding yeah. out for a huge deal from Nike for himself. Yeah, that's 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 my that if I'm putting the tinfoil hat on, that's what I'm going with. Is that he did it because what's what's Nike known for? Shoes. So yep. he shows up wearing non-Nike shoes. I think I think this is his way of saying, "Hey, look, guys, if you want me, it ain't gonna be for free." It ain't going to be on the cheap. So if you want me to wear the shoes, yep, it's going to, it's going to cost you. So I, Wait, I the think red it's a shirt, brilliant play. The red shirt he's wearing doesn't have a Nike sign on it either. And his hat's obviously not a Nike hat. Hmm. I thought he had, a, I thought he had a Nike shirt on at one point. Maybe it was the black one. Was did the black one not have a swoosh on it? I'm just looking at photos right now. There's no swoosh on this thing. <laughs> wow. So he's, he's non Nike throughout. Hmm. Makes you think. Yeah, I think I think they're I think they're holding out for that for that Nike deal. I think I think Tiger Got probably it. told them like wear nothing Nike because the amount of exposure you're about to get, you're gonna get paid next year. It's pretty amazing, and Nike it, especially with well with NIL now. I mean, think about all the money that he's gonna make. I mean, what if he follows? And again, this is totally carp for the horse. I mean, he's 12 years old. We don't, as Tursky said, you know. And a lot can happen between now and when you're you're getting ready to go to college. But assuming he stays on this path, what if he follows in his dad's footsteps and goes to Stanford? Could you imagine like the NIL money that he's gonna get as as a Stanford golfer? Well, technically he just played in a PGA tour <clears throat> event. Like, is he involved in the PIP program? Because he's <laughs> gotta be like second on the list right now. <laughs> One one event just death. shot right to the top. <laughs> it's just yeah, right there. Pays his dad, the man his dad his money. posts one. 
Yeah, his dad posts one video on on social media after he as he's starting to make his return, and I'm pretty sure he shot to the top of the the Pipcoin list. Yep, Pipcoin. It's a good name for it. Pipcoin, very good name. All right, so that that is an interesting one. Yeah, I do think he's probably going to be making a strong play for for a big Nike deal, or maybe he's maybe he's going to keep his options open. Maybe he doesn't want to follow dad, and maybe he'll get more money going somewhere else. I highly doubt it. Nike Nike pays so well, but. In addition to the shoes and, as Tarsi pointed out, the apparel, we've got Charlie Woods with a backup version of Dad's putter. Mm. This, this to me, was the one that just absolutely floored me as I'm like searching through Getty, and there's a photo of Charlie in the parking lot. Searching through Getty, I'll just say, as I normally do, this is not something that's living just, the uh, Getty you know, life. The living Getty the Getty King. life for sure. There we go. And there is a photo and I zoom in and there's Charlie. And I, first I thought maybe I was like, man, that's kind of ballsy, you know, just taking practice swings with dad's putter in the parking lot. And then I noticed that the head cover was empty and then like the alarm bells start going off. And so it, I mean, the interesting thing is, is that Tiger talked about in 2019 at a, at a, one of his events that Charlie had been wearing him out because for years going back to 2016, Tiger had said, at the Hero World Challenge, they were asking him about his his indoor studio, and he said, you know, there are two putters in my studio that Charlie cannot touch. It's the Newport 2 GSS, the one that's won 14 majors, and it's the Terrellium that won the 97 Masters, the one that Tursky thinks is worth more than a putter that won 14 majors. But anyway, Which we'll, it is. We'll, leave that, we'll, leave, we'll leave that for another. Eh, I don't know. There's Happy debate any, any day you want. I, just let it, me know it, when. It is, it is a strong debate, but I, I, still, I still will take the one that's won 14. But... Anyway, so I guess Charlie wore him out because Tiger then reveals in 2019 that he built a Newport 2 for Charlie, but we didn't see it last year. I think he was rolling a spider, and then he shows up this year, and not only does he have the putter, I saw Tiger went back to the Ping PP58, the the grip that he's used for forever, but yep. Charlie's now <laughs> rocking the Le- the Lampkin deep etched cord, the grip that we all kind of figured out was probably from Steve Stricker's old stash because it was an older version of that grip. Now Charlie has it on his putter. So not only does he have a backup of dad's GSS, but he's probably got part uh, grip from Steve Stricker's putter stock. I mean, what do you think that putter's worth? Now that oh, now that yeah. it's been used by it's been used as a backup by dad. I mean, it looked beat it looked beat up. So Tiger's yeah. been putting with that thing. But now it's been used by Charlie too. I mean, what do you think what do you think that putter's worth? Well, what did the backup sell that like I went to go hit with Ryan Carey? That was three hundred eighty. Yeah, I think it was see, yeah, that yeah, was, was, between it was almost it was almost four hundred K. Yeah, it was almost four hundred K. I mean, this is a milli plus. This is like two million. I got you. You got to think so. This is like his direct I mean, backup because it's pretty chopped up. Like he has been using this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, at first it's funny. I, I had somebody say, they go, are you sure that's not the the gamer? And I'm like, nah, like he wouldn't do that. And then I took, I zoomed in on tigers and you could see the like dents in the face that we, that we've seen before. So you can tell like he's got the gamer. Yep. Charlie's got the backup, but yeah, just it, it's, it is a pretty amazing story. I would, have, I would have loved to have been there when Tiger cuts down one of his GSS putters, slaps a grip on it and 
gives him a circle T head cover and he's like, here you go. Here you go, son. I want to know if quit he ask, did quit the build. Me. If he did the build himself. He has a build shop in his garage. I bet you I bet you he did. I bet you he I bet you he cut the the putter down. God, put I a grip know on that it. answer so bad. I don't know because the the taper in those Scotty shafts, they taper pretty quick. So depending upon how much he cut it down, there would have had to be a lot of buildup uh, just to make sure the grip didn't move on him. So, don't know if it was a chop job or if he was potentially supplied a shaft from Scotty specifically for Charlie, or if Scotty just did the build. That's the what info do you mean by we need right there. What do you mean by build up? So having to add significant wraps of tape on the uh, the bottom section of the grip just to make sure that there wasn't a gap between where that shafts tapers and bottom of the grip. As if you go and cut a Scotty down too much, the, I mean, how quick that shaft tapers, you can't take much more than half an inch, three quarters of an inch before it starts to taper to the point to where now you have to put four or five plus wraps of double-sided tape on the bottom of the shaft just to keep the grip in place. So I don't know if that's something that Tiger would have done to Charlie. So I'm leaning more towards that was a custom job. You think Especially they went to the gallery like for it? Think they took the private jet over to the Scotty gallery? I mean, why wouldn't you? What a what a cool birthday present or something that would be for for Charlie. No, that's just a Tuesday. I feel like it's just the, Tuesday. In the woods household, yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you want to do today, Dad? Well, let's let's jump over to the uh, the Scotty studio and and get you a nice GSS made up for you. And then can we play no St. Andrews after? Yes, yes, we can. No problem. No problem. I'm pretty sure the the PJ has the the gallery in the GPS. So when they when they just figure out the coordinates on where they're going, it's just like. There we go. It's number two on the coordinates. Let's lock it in. Let's go. <laughs> I thought two. you were going to say they have a mini gallery on the PJ. That, and they just constantly have like a that's Scotty next level. Fair. That's next level. <laughs> <laughs> they, have a, they have a Scotty rep just there waiting. If when when they get on the plane, if they want to roll putts, find find a new find a new putter. I mean, oh there's gosh. a anyway, yeah. that's a quick plane ride up to up to Cyprus. Just saying. I mean, All right, let's let's we, get we into can, more of go, uh, Charlie's. Yeah, let's get into more of Charlie's gear here because he he is playing some uh, pretty cool irons. Yes, which you, which you wrote are... up about, right, Jaywell? Yeah. So they're they were in the bag last year. They were tough to see though, and it was kind of weird. There were there were like photos out there of his irons, but it was the irons were too small to pop out of his stand bag. So they were kind of like buried. You couldn't really see the irons all that well, except for when he was hitting them. But the cool part about these is he's one of only a handful of guys. And I pointed this out in the story. I mean, pros don't even get the, the treatment that a 12 year old's getting here. I mean, he has, he has custom P seven CW tailor-made blades. I mean, they're, they're an identical replica in, in the, in the aesthetics to Tiger's P7TWs. So he's already got a son using using blades. Jack Nicholas talked about that in, in 2020 at the Masters. He was he was mentioning that he had talked to Tiger and Tiger had mentioned that he had Charlie hitting blades because it was the same way that his dad taught him when he was growing up. And we've talked about should you 
have your kid learn with blades or, or something more forgiving. And, you know, Jack said he thought it was a great way to learn by, by giving him something that was very unforgiving and teaching him how to hit with those. But these aren't a standard set of blades. The thing that I pointed out was there's a lot going on in the like thicker part of the muscle pad. So the tailor-made designer scooped out a, a big area in the heel and then in the toe and left a section kind of there. So there's still mass behind the hitting area. And we were texting about it and, and I asked Chris, I was like, hey, what do you think's what do you think's going on here? And and we kind of all came to the agreement that it's it's gotta be a swing weight play. You know, you, you can remove, you can still keep, you know, mass out around the perimeter for that perimeter weighting. You still have some in the center for for those center strikes because the kid's already a robot. And you know, you've now you've now you've got, you know, what are you gonna do? He's twelve years old. He's not he's not, you know, He's not 15, 16, 17 years old. So you got to do something to the iron to make it playable. So you remove some mass from the head and give him something that's a lighter swing weight. I think it's a, a whatever Charlie's swing weight is. Now I want to know what Charlie's swing weight is. Now I want to know that. It would have been really high if he didn't mill out that weight. I'll tell you that. He's playing yeah. graphite shafts in there too, right? He's got Fujikura. Yes. Fujikura shafts. Yep. So he's playing the Vista Pro. I think that's great. It's a great point right there about that he's playing graphite. I mean, you you can teach your kids plenty of different ways, but graphite is is a wonderful option, not just for you know. I mean, she we even got guys on staff. I know I know LKD plays graphite in his irons, and you know I did for a little while. So I mean, you don't have to be. We've seen tour pros play it, but for kids especially, it's it's one way to keep the keep the overall build light and. Nowadays, with the materials, you know, even if your kids are swinging fast, as they get a little bit older, you can still keep them in that graphite. So I think there's there's a lot you can learn there. Maybe you just don't play the blades, but maybe the graphite. <laughs> even for someone with Tiger Woods as their dad, who's like obsessed with steel iron shafts, who would probably never even consider trying graphite, even he's letting his kid go the uh, graphite route. So if he can do it, anyone could and and should give it a try. At least graphite with blades, not. Uh... Not something you see very often. It works for Charlie. Surprised he didn't give him some old rifles. Oh. Just, a, just a set of like beat up <laughs> blades and like, go get it, kid. Figure it out. Figure, figure it out. Figure it out answers in the dirt. Are in, answers are in the dirt. You'll figure it out. 100%. Tip him a couple inches. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So we, we've pointed out the new putter, the differences in the irons, the last biggie. Charlie had one club I saw. Hit the fairway. Dad had the driver. Taylor made stealth is officially out there. We talked about it on the on the last pod, and now we've seen it. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it in the flesh. We know that it's it's. I mean, what do you guys think? It's almost all black. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty. I mean, I like it. It's 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 got kind of a covert look to it, except for the. The red face, that's going to be impossible to miss this year when you're trying to figure out if a guy's using a, a stealth driver. That's not so or, stealthy when it's a red face. It's, <laughs> it's more it's more right it's in not, your face. It's not. Yeah. The, for the amount of heat that it's getting on social media, I I have to say I was I was pretty impressed with it personally. No, when we were doing heat? our testing. What's that? Is it getting heat? I haven't seen like too much heat one way or the There's, other. I think people are just like intrigued about what's going on, really. I mean, there's there's some haters out there. There's uh, gonna there's be a lot haters. of people that are. What's that? Always going to be haters, one way or the Always. other. 
always going to be haters. Uh, people are commenting on the the resemblance to Nike, the the text, the going with the red face, and taking carbon out of the soul, and it just all kinds of all kinds of negative comments before anybody's had an opportunity to hit it or test it, and. And I got to tell you, the the testing that we did with it, the testing that I've done with it personally, I like it. And surprisingly, with the carbon face, the sound is great, in my opinion. That's that's the funny part. So many comments were were like, I guess I better go pull out my um, C4 or my ADX. <laughs> and they just, like, nobody wants to give this driver a chance already. I, feel, I mean, I feel like that's just, like our society as a whole, quick to like snap judgments. You see something, you have never even used it, hit it, whatever. It may not even be a golf club, but you just react. Yep. You're like, oh man, it's gonna sound terrible. It's gonna go nowhere. No, no way I'm gonna no way I'm gonna try it. It's gonna stick to my R7 quad. Everyone's it's, gonna yeah, try it, it. It has a red face. You gotta try it. Gotta try it. It's, All the it, cool kids yeah. are doing it. It's the same way, it's the same way as the as the the R series with with the white crown, everybody said I'm not going to hit this thing. No way, no how. Then it blows up on tour, and everybody starts buying it. And you know how people get FOMO is real. Doesn't take yeah. much. Just just a little bit of FOMO, and all of a sudden you break you break, and you're going to go there. Everybody's going to test it. It's going to be part when they go test new drivers. I would be stunned if somebody doesn't at least ask to try out the Stealth. To try one of the models. Well, it's like the uh, it's like when Taylor made spider putters took off, and Jason Day was on fire with the red putter. Initially, yep. everyone was like, "What's that stupid red putter?" And then it's like, "Well, I guess I'll give it a shot." Yeah. And even the guys on it. tour were doing the same thing. It's like then tour guys switch, then consumers are clamoring over it, can't wait to get into Golfsmith to go try it. Like that's how this thing happens in golf, and it all yeah. trickles down from. One of the tour guys. Tour influence. Yep. J-Day had the red one. DJ had the black one. It was a thing. I think Justin they call Rose it the, had the black and red one. The pyramid of influence. That's it. They call it. Pyramid of influence. I think that's the marketing speak. It doesn't take much. We're all just a bunch of lemmings anyway. So Indeed. <laughs> everybody, everybody else is, everybody is going to follow. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, stealth stealth is out there. I like the like the look, but I do wonder. You know, they had the the my sim two where you could change. I know Tursky's got Tursky. You've kind of got like you were a little bit ahead of the curve with your with your sim two. I honestly like, think they might have designed the driver after my custom creation. It's like they the color the color made. They saw, they saw yours they saw being made. And they're like, oh shit, yeah. there it is. That's, there it that's, is. That's, the that's stealth. it. <laughs> but do you think they're gonna? I mean, the face is red. Do you think they're gonna offer different color options at some point? I'd Got say to, at right? some, point. some point. They're not gonna do it right yeah. away. No way. No, no, no they, no. they need like that the like recognition. Yeah, they'll do it like in the summer or something. Um, they'll all start having. Actually, they'll probably have custom green faces for the masters, and that'll be the the start of the rollout. Calling it now. Calling it now. Masters, Dang. Masters Green, the matte black. I don't think I'm too accent. far off either. That no, I I would not be surprised by that at all. I want to do a black and white one. I want a white face. 
Now, will they do different colors on the face where you could do like tricolor? Like a red, white, and blue for the U.S. Open? Hmm? Uh, I, mean, I think maybe, I think maybe frame they would the do center it as, of the face. as a custom. But I don't, I don't know if they would. Although, I mean, TaylorMade's been doing a lot with, if you look at all the custom golf balls that they've been releasing. Yeah, with the picks. The, through, the, through the picks. I mean, it, it is very possible. I don't know how many of those would be limited runs. Like like Tursky mentioned, maybe you do a you know red, white, and blue theme for for the U.S. Open or Fourth of July or or whatever. But I don't know if you make that like a regular option. I think it would probably be solid colors in the in the stealth options, and then maybe they'll release some. I mean, maybe, what about the Ryder Cup? Yeah, would you, would you a, see do like, an American flag on the face? Yeah, That's what I'm saying or Europe European. If we're going to yeah, do it, let's do it all the way. Like, so many options. And you know what I want? Like what, a dartboard, like the Looney Tunes uh, logo. There you go. <laughs> like the red there you go. That'd be nice. I mean, you could almost use it if you were a tour pro. Could you Could you get it set up in a way that would help you frame the golf ball? Right. Yeah, if you're a like toe striker, heel striker. Yeah. Change the optics. That would be interesting. And I mean, the cool part yeah. about it is they, they control the manufacturing process of that face entirely in-house now. So yeah. you could you could potentially expect you know, quite a few interesting renditions or even you know going something along the lines of different faces for different tour players based upon their strike patterns. And I mean, if they control everything in-house, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of the tour heads be one-offs for particular players, at least in the face construction. Could do your your foundation on the face. That would be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Endless possibilities. Yeah, there there are. I mean, that's that's something that I'm not sure a lot of people are thinking about yet, but I, I'm sure you could do a lot with that face. Well, I mean, I a, is this something that we need to reach out to TaylorMade and make sure that we get credit, and maybe some royalties for if we're we're tossing ideas out to them like this? We get, can we get the fully equipped logo on a driver face? Oh, love it. Jay Wall, you know some people, here. right? Let's make that happen. Or or Chris's face on my driver. So every time I, I hit. <laughs> Thanks for question. that. Appreciate it. Yes. Yes, Tursky. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a, a couple companies that do uh, artificial intelligence, the way they design like behind the face in terms of thick and thin pockets. Couldn't technically say John Rahm is going to get a fitting, hit like just a bunch of balls and they heat map his face and literally designed thick and thin for him. So it's a face designed for him rather than just for the head model. Like do head model and the particular person that's swinging, Chris, you're up. Wow, um, this is great. We're all raising our hands today. Uh, this is a, this is a first. So, so let's just say hypothetically, if there was a company out there that uh, did some work with John Rom, that Big is Big what if. we would refer to as a industry leader in incorporating AI design and AI tech in their metalwood uh designs um i i may have been told that there are unique faces already in existence for this particular company's tour staff based upon just what mr tursky is referring to wow that's some vague insight i have no idea what companies you're talking about 
you know, there, <laughs> there could be something already being designed by that AI face design uh, in play for their tour players, at least the marquee players. Who's who's John Rom? I would say he's a marquee player. Right. I mean, I mean, he does he does okay. I don't know the player. I don't know the company. I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. And I want that to be on record. I know nothing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I mean, I'm the, I'm the monkey emoji talk. where I'm just covering my eyes, yeah. man. I'm monkey emoji covering my eyes. Like I, I see nothing, hear nothing. Pure speculation here anyway. Just yeah. conjecture. Locker room talk. Some guys talking. There's, there's been yeah. rumors yeah. of that being a thing. Pretty, pretty amazing if true. Anyway. That's that's that is good good food for thought. There's a lot going on with driver faces, a lot of stuff. I mean, I I'll be the first to admit. I said bumping up against the distant ceiling, not a whole lot you can do. Well, not a whole lot you can do with if you just kind of stay in your lane and don't disrupt a little bit. But yeah, a couple of those companies we just talked about, maybe one that we didn't mention the name. They're uh being major disruptors in the driver space doing a lot of cool stuff. So Anyway, all right, so we've gone through Charlie's gear, talked about a hypothetical driver face. I, wanna, I want Tursky to give me a recap on what went down at TrueSpec earlier this week. You were, you were, you were there with some, with some big dudes and, and a guy who can sling it. What was it like hanging around when Kyler and his O-line came through? One of the, like the coolest Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. One of the coolest, most unique events that I've ever been a part of, really. Well, I wasn't a part of it. I was a fly on the wall for it. But so Kyler Murray, NFL quarterback. Obviously, we know that quarterbacks need offensive linemen to protect them from defenders who are well, they're fast, they're athletic, and they want to rip your head off. So it's really <laughs> Yeah, it's best to keep those those O linemen happy. So every year he does like a Christmas gift for them. I think last year he gave them a painting of themselves. So like a custom painting by a famous artist, I believe. Two years ago, he gave them scooters, like customized scooters. This year, I uh, was Those like, Those would have to be, be very to custom scooters. Very custom. <laughs> yeah. I think they're like motorized scooters, not like Razor scooters where you're like, pushing yourself along man there's a company called fat scooters that they're on phat scooters fat scooters oh yeah with with, with Uh, the giant wheels that would make sense because those are some giant human beings either way this year not scooters or paintings this year they went with a golf theme after talking to his mother actually she came up with the idea she was like do a golf theme you know it's out there in arizona you guys are out there basically in the golf mecca of America with uh, so many golf courses and you can play year round. Why don't you give him a little golf gift? So then he gets with his, I believe it's his assistant, Brianna. She works on um, finding the right fitter because he wants to get them custom fit golf clubs. So they set it up at TrueSpec. No one better than TrueSpec, as we know. What better place to go? (laughs) So they have this idea to do custom fitting 
and they're giving the guys, uh, he gave each of the linemen 4000 bucks as well to be able to purchase the clubs that they actually got fit into. It's one thing to get the fitting, another thing to be able to buy them. And then he also gifts them like the coolest staff bags I've ever seen. <laughs> they're made, they're all white vessel staff bags with embroidering their last names and jersey number in the exact font that's on a Arizona Cardinals jersey. I mean, these things are sick. We have them up on our Instagram. We're at Fully Equipped Golf on Instagram. Plug. First plug of the podcast. Let's go. go. First plug. Took a while. And then he didn't stop there. Also, True Spec hat, Black Quail shirts, which is Abe Answers Company. They're both Oklahoma Sooners, so there's a little, little Sooner collection connection right there. And a Sooner collection, I guess, too. And then I'm trying to find the name of the tequila because I don't want to get it wrong. It yeah, is... Those tequila bottles were nice. Oh, my God. Those were impressive. Custom with a nice little message on there. No. Sincoro. That's what it is. Sincoro. Yeah. Definitely some high-end uh, tequila. They were doing a little taste testing, like $200 a shot. You know, just a little something for, for coming out. But the event itself was awesome. Something. You know, we had true spec fitters trying to fit each of these six foot eight, four hundred pound gentlemen into uh, into new clubs of varying levels of of skill. Some of them were topping, whiffing; others, like you know, they had real game. But it was fun. They that had was music my next blasting. Is who was who was good? Music blasting, um, tequila flying. It was just a really cool event. The guys really appreciated it. That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of figured they would. You, you got to do something, as you mentioned, for the guys that are protecting your uh, your blind side and yeah, making sure you don't get killed week in and week out in in the pro in pro football. So I know a lot so of quarterbacks Ky- take care of their guys. That's a fun way to yeah, do it. Got to do it. So Kyler doesn't play golf himself, which is funny, but he was posted wild. up. I know. <laughs> He was posted up on the putting mat for like an hour just playing cash games with everyone and just taking everyone's money. Like <laughs> hustling. He's playing he's hustling. playing Santa, like giving them awesome gifts and then just taking them for their money. Just taking them. He's like, Yeah. I asked I asked him about it. He's like, Yeah, I mean, when, when cash is on the line, I usually show up. Let's just put it that way. Fair It's a good time enough. to show up. Fair enough. He's a multi sport athlete. Doesn't play golf, but if he wanted to, he could. Used Sorry, to be guys. a used to be a former Texas A and M Aggie, but I, I those those are really dark days in in the program's history. So, won't, won't, won't say much in that. More than that, let's let's just leave it there. So yeah, it was. Uh, it sounded like it was a fun time. Again, pictures are cool. They're up on as Tursky mentioned, up on our Instagram account at Full Equip Golf. But yeah, a lot going on as we get into Christmas. Probably not going to be doing an episode. I don't think next week. I think we're going to take some time off. Much deserve time off. Got a lot going on as we prepare to get. I mean, the finish line is in sight for club tests, but there's still a lot of writing to be done. But anyway, wanted to again thank everybody for listening. This is what episode 121. Wow, it's getting up there. It's getting up there. Damn. Yeah, we've come a long way, boys. 
in, uh, in this year. So again, as I mentioned, thankful for you guys, thankful for the listeners. As always, if you want that gear goodness, you can check us out on social media. We were at fully underscore equipped on Twitter and at fluke of golf on Instagram. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Enjoy the time with your family and loved ones. And we will see you around. <laughs>